Hello, everyone. I am back and I'm going to get into the ultimatum. That's what this episode is about after I give a few updates. And then next week's episode, as far as I know, will be about Bridgerton. Um, And then after that, it will be P-Valley. I'll have a good P-Valley run. Unless, as I said before, there's some huge story in pop culture that I choose to cover. That's the schedule as of now. The Ultimatum, Bridgerton, then P-Valley, baby. B. So as I said, I, I, at the, the last episode, I mentioned that I'm moving out of state. I moved. So I did a trial run for two weeks. I flew back into my hometown last night where I had to deal with Uber, sorry, with Lyft price gouging up the ass, trying to show me a $75 um, amount to get from the airport to my MFing house. Meanwhile, Uber is is like, oh, you want to go there? $26. So it's like Lyft needs to get it together. Um, So anyways, the two weeks that I was out of state, it was good. And and by good, this is really kind of, um, it's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. So I met someone who kind of put me on to an opportunity in another state. I decided to test things out, give it a trial run, see if I like the state, the vibe, the people, the energy, the food, all of that. I am pretty much sold. I'm not very into the men, um, but that's okay. I was only there for two weeks. So I was only on one app. And so I wasn't even on my favorite dating app. So that's not a very good assessment or it's not an accurate assessment of the people there because I didn't really interact with that many of the men there, but it is, I'm so excited. I, today I planned a trip, my first trip, because I'm going to be taking a trip pretty much every single month. Um, now, now that I could afford to do so traveling is super important to me. And it's just, it's a good, good thing. So I was a little, you know, emotional about moving at times. And I definitely had my moments where, um, you know, your mind wanders into places that it doesn't need to go, but this is going to change my life. So it is so, so exciting. And I cannot wait to take my first trip. I'm like, basically going to be like, I said, doing a lot more traveling, which is very, very exciting and paying for things that I need to pay for. And all I need to do is focus on my workouts because I have been, you know, working out a lot, losing weight. And I slacked off when I was in another state. I am back, baby. So I will start hitting the gym real hard, getting, um, you know, prepping for this hot girl summer and hot girl summer is going to include some new P Valley episodes. So excited. So I decided to watch the ultimatum. I finished it. I started, I watched one episode and then didn't watch like any more for like two weeks 
or so just because I, when you're trying to move, you can't really prioritize Netflix. Um, so anyways, I watched the ultimatum and first of all, I did get some tea on the ultimatum that I will get to, but I have to say that shout out to Netflix for being creative and being like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to create one of the most toxic shows in history and encourage people who are in a relationship for a few years to fuck other people and then put them in a position where they could hurt and devastate the people that they dated for two years by telling them to fuck off so that they could go and fuck someone else. Genius, pure gold. Um, Netflix also came out about a week after the show came out or was released Netflix issued a statement saying that season two is going to be an all gay cast. I am so, so moist. (laughs) People heard that word, they that word, so I'm going to use it. I'm so moist for season number two or season two of the ultimatum, because if you are telling me that there is an all gay cast, guess what, honey, it's giving iconic and I am not going to be sitting there and watching this shit like weeks later, I am tuning in every week. I want the divas. I want the drama queens. I want it all. Y'all better give me hella range. I'm talking about, I want your deep, my divas. I want my Jack, like from Jack and Will and Grace. I want my like Will from Will and Grace. I want every type of, um, I want a wide spectrum of couples on the ultimatum and I feel like Netflix will deliver because I for the most part I think that Netflix is the people who cast um the ultimatum and season one of love is blind they they did a great job they definitely did love is blind season two they got like the worst of the worst essentially and the best of the best combined but I am I just season two is going to be an all gay cast and um I just wonder where they're gonna film it oh my god please be Atlanta I mean I'm just ready Atlanta or San Francisco just I need it I need that show right now I'm already committed to it fully so let us get into the ultimatum so I wrote down a list of the couples and this is really going to be off the dome. As you know, I've really shifted from sitting here and reading to y'all to being off the cuff. Um, so the very first couple I'm going to, or on my list that I wrote down is Colby and Madeline. So what I dislike about people's comments about Colby and Madeline is how, uh, um, I dislike how people basically say like he's an asshole and people also have issues with her, some people, and they say it's not going to work. And what people really need to remember is that these shows, not necessarily this one, which is one of the big, one of the biggest um, issues that people have with the show is how much footage or how many things were not filmed and how much footage was not shown, but I'll get to that later, but what people have to remember is that you have to get dramatic moments and you have to have a lot of conflict if you want to have a series. And so 
with Colby and Madeline, I think they are completely fine. I remember that Madeline said at least once that she wants four children. And clearly she's making that happen, right? So she wants four kids. She's getting started on having her first child. She might want the wifey and the mother lifestyle and life more than viewers think she does. And as viewers, I understand we think she's too young, but it works. Being in a relationship when you're young, it works for some people, especially if you're sitting there and saying that you want four kids. As far as their potential longevity with Colby and Madeline, I don't necessarily care for them as a couple. I fast forwarded past the whole, um, uh, from the moment like they show them waking up to get ready for ultimatum day. I fast forwarded past the entire thing. I knew that they got married on the show and I knew that Madeline was pregnant and I just don't really care for them as a couple. So I fast forwarded past it, but I just don't think that it's fair for viewers to basically say they're doomed and they're a train wreck when the moments of them getting along and really vibing and loving on each other, those weren't shown. And so we are really, it's like when you're in a relationship and you complain to your friends about your partner, you're keeping out all of the good shit. So then they're like, he's a piece of shit. And it's the same with us as viewers. We're seeing the worst parts of their relationship and we're evaluating it in its entirety based upon the little glimpses that we get. And it's the same exact thing as when we talk to our girlfriends, our guy friends about who we're with and we're eliminating all the fun we have and how happy they make us and all that. And so it's just bullshit for people to just sit there and have so much shit to say about them. And I, I've definitely understand that it is so fascinating to watch these reality show couples. I'm fascinated, deeply, endlessly fascinated by it because I feel that there's so much you could learn from it and so much you could see in yourself and so much you could see in people you dated. You could see what you want, what you don't want, how things have gone south with people. But at the same time, you got to remember that we have not seen their two, 2.5 years of their relationship we only saw like eight weeks of it, which was edited the hell down. So it's just not fair. I just think it's unfortunate when people like just want to have really negative things to say when, you know, I think they're going to work their shit out. And I, I think it's brilliant when you're young and you're a batch of crazy in love with somebody. Colby is really in love with Madeline. And I mean, I don't know if she's on his level, but when you're really in love with somebody and you understand the value in that. Like Colby is like, I don't know if I'll feel this way about somebody else again. He's really smart because most men his age, Colby is what, 26, 24, 26 or whatever, 25. Most men his age, they don't grasp that. Most men twice and thrice his age, they don't understand when you feel have deep feelings for a woman you need to try to make it work a lot like most so many men especially they think that they're gonna just keep feeling this way like repeatedly over and over and over and over and again in their lifetimes and they don't understand the rarity 
of, you know, a deep connection. And so I love that Colby gets that and he's trying to make it work. Of course, it was manipulative for him to wife her right after she said yes, but I don't give a shit. That's just what he's about. That's them. I'm just, I'm not that emotionally invested in their relationship and the outcome of it. I just think it's great. She wants to have four kids. She's already almost about to have one. I'm guessing she'll have four and hopefully they'll, you know, live happily ever after. Don't really give a shit about them as a couple. Moving on to April and Jake. So I do have some tea. So Jake did an interview. Um, and I'll just go ahead and link to it in the description of this because I do like to share the wealth where he says that he bought an engagement ring and he planned a cruise with April and he was going to propose to her on the cruise. April kept pushing for them to get on the series because April wants more um, followers on Instagram and he went along with it. And then the second the week after filming began for the ultimatum, April went out, she met a guy, she made out with him, and she was going to his house every night and fucking him. So, that's my issue with this series, and that's everybody's or many people's issue with this series, is that why were the cameras not following them when they were going out and doing the most? Why was that footage never filmed and aired it's like they really got to just sit here the cast got to sit here and present whatever they wanted to because they didn't show us when they were going out for all these guys nights and girls nights and had their colby at his tongue and other people's mouths and their do and april's there going to some guy's house and fucking him every night that was really really explosive information that Jake gave and Netflix y'all gotta do better because you can't be making these shows this fucking fake April it it totally explains why when Jake didn't pick April at the end she was happy smiling wasn't tripping because she was about to go ride a dick so she was like can we just hurry up with this filming shit so I could go to my man and suck his dick like I cannot believe that and Jake if that is really true, if she really was going and fucking some other guy, and if you still chose to fuck her after whatever, and still were trying to work it out with you, with her, you need to get some self-esteem because you are doing everything wrong and you are going to just attract more women like April who know that they could do bulldoze you, <laughs> steamroll you, do whatever they want, go through your phone and get in your face. I will never understand a woman who goes through some, goes through anyone, woman or man who goes through someone's phone and gets in their face and says, I was up in your phone. This is what I saw. If I go through anyone's phone, I'm going to try my hardest to get whatever it is that I came across. I'm going to try my hardest to get them to mention it and explain it to me. But the last thing I'm going to do is tell anybody that I went through their phone because I am terrified that they will dump me. And to have the audacity to be like, I went through your phone. I'm proud of it. Now you need to explain why you're a fuck boy to me is crazy. That is instant. <laughs> that is grounds for instant, um, I want to say removal, but that's the wrong word. <laughs> That is grounds for an instant breakup, bitch. If a motherfucker comes to me and tells me about what's in my phone, 
I'm gonna be like, you don't gotta worry about it because I'm about to block you right the fuck now. The audacity. So April really did that when she was having sex with somebody else. <laughs> Yikes. Um, and Jake explained that she's dating the owner of a real estate company that her friend hooked her up with. So obviously this man has money, but I gotta say like April, you a dumbass bitch for sitting up on there on the reunion saying that this guy every single day says, I can't wait to marry you. I can't wait to have kids with you after a few months or a few months in few dates in whatever. We didn't really get the time frame of when he started saying that bullshit. You a dumbass bitch if you don't understand that that is suspect as fuck. And that is manipulation 101. That is like Tinder swindler bullshit. Don't be talking to me about how you want to wife me and you want to have kids with me. Go ahead and do it. How about that? Because when people say this, they're trying to really make you very secure about how they how they want you to think that they feel about you. And it is manipulation. If you want to wife me and have kids with me, show me by doing it instead of talking about it and instead of talking about it early on. Because every time one of my girlfriends tells me that this guy was talking about this, that, and the other, it ends. So how about you don't put people through that in the first place and you just fucking do it, you know? So it's like, April, you look... She looked hella stupid to me sitting up on stage trying to brag about that shit. Her man sounds ridiculous. Um, Alexis and Hunter. So Hunter got up and proposed to Alexis. I had no problems with it. Some people said, you know what? He just, he didn't want anyone else. And I, I could tell it was genuine. He didn't want to spend his time with anybody else. He wanted to be, he realized that he wanted to wife Alexis. That is different than um, Lauren and Nate. So I think Hunter proposed. It was sincere. It was genuine. It was impulsive, but it was probably something that he had been, you know, mulling over in his head for quite some time. And I loved it. I love that he was like, nope, I'm ready to claim my woman right here. And now I don't need to go through this process because I'm, I already know I want to be with her. And I like Alexis. I don't mind that she couldn't get over Colby saying that he's not attracted to her. People are upset that they were saying that she said that she's... Alexis was saying Colby told her that she's not attractive when the footage shows he said, I'm not attracted to you. Full stop. Colby never had to say that. Colby is a piece of shit for saying that. You don't got to be that honest and you don't have to always be that honest. You just don't. Like, it was really, really rude. Colby is not even tall and hot and buff to even be telling that shit to a woman. So I love that Alexis couldn't go over, get over it, and she was talking shit about Colby the, rem- <laughs> the remainder of the time. I don't mind it. I would probably be doing the same exact thing. Um, Alexis, though, her hair was, it was, there was too much going on at the reunion. Um, just, just go full wig. They put in these extensions like two inches back. She did that. Shanique did that. Like, just don't do go full wig or go natural, but don't do the half wig in between. Let me scoot it back. Then put in the fake piece after two inches of my real hair. It's just it it it's not sinking right. It's not laying right. It's not sitting right. It it was too much. 
or just put a headband over it to cover it so I don't know what the fuck is going on so I can't see where your your real hair ends and your fake hair begins. Um, so that's what my critique of Alexis would be. And then also with April, April, you ain't built for blonde hair. You ain't, you're not supposed to be a platinum ass bitch. You look horrible with that fucking blonde hair. And I don't know what it is. It was like, she, okay. So we got April goes blonde. Amber from love is blind. Season one goes blonde. Shanique goes blonde. Why all y'all bitches gotta go blonde? And I'm sure I'm forgetting some somebody from Love is Blind too, or whatever, going blonde. Why y'all gotta go blonde? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't even look right on none of these bitches that did this. And so I don't know what it is about, like, being on a Netflix show and you're like, I gotta be blonde for the reunion. You look ridiculous, all of y'all. Um, and the one who looked good was, I forgot her name, but she put the braids in from Love is Blind too. You know, I prefer her with short hair, but the braids looked kind of cute. But all this, like, dark-haired bitches going blonde for the reunion, it's its just, you guys look bad. All right, Lauren and Nate. Um, Nate is about as interesting as watching grass grow, if you could even see that, or watching paint dry, like, watching, um, watching the wind blow, <laughs> like watching um a dog sleep like Nate is boring I don't like his voice he's just so boring I don't like his voice I don't like how he dresses just because I don't like him I just don't like nothing about him I think Lauren is a bad bitch I want to have sex with Lauren I think Lauren has so much sex appeal I just love how calm and chill she is, and she just seems so down, and her body is banging, she's sexy. I just find Lauren to be very sexy, like, I want to jump on that, right? And so, Nate knows that she's a bad bitch, so, and he knows that she was getting along with Colby, but back to Lauren and Colby, Lauren was like, I do not want kids, period. She meets Colby and she's like, yeah, I'll have kids. So it's like, it leads me to believe that she really doesn't want to be with Nate. I It makes me think she doesn't want kids, but she especially doesn't want kids with Nate, which is a full stop hard problem, dead ass. But then we get to the decision dinner night, whatever that is. And Nate gets up in one of the most overt displays of little dick energy ever captured on camera shuts it down races to Lauren and proposes hijacking everyone's experience hijacking the night acting like a little bitch an insecure asshole with his possible little ass baby dick little dick energy I mean, let Lauren have her experience and let everybody there have their experience. You're, you copying, straight up copying Hunter and Alexis. I feel like Nate didn't even know. He's like, this was not in the fine print. You mean I could get up and act a fool and be all territorial and possessive over my girlfriend and just propose to her so I don't got to see her date someone else? I mean, he saw... 
Hunter do that. He saw Hunter propose to Alexis, which was genuine. So then he got his dumb ass up and ran over to Lauren and Lauren said yes. And how perfect would it have been if Lauren said, no, I want to fuck Colby. Like how epic would that be? Nobody was into the engagement. Vanessa Lachey looked very constipated on her face. She like in her face, she did not want to say congrats. She was so disgusted and annoyed. I love Vanessa Lachey's faces. I love how um, passionate she is when she hosts these shows. She's very, very invested. We were not here for, for Nate to be acting like a dumb little bitch. And I don't, I don't want Lauren and Nate to work out. I think Lauren is a bad bitch and she could be with somebody who has more of a personality and she should. I don't, I don't like them as a couple. And, and, you know, one podcast was saying that they didn't like any one of the couples and I get it. These are not exactly, I mean, they, and honestly, it's like the only couple that makes sense truthfully is Alexis and Hunter as far as the original couples. So that I could you know, co-sign on Alexis and Hunter. They seem to, you know, be a good pairing, but Lauren and Nate, I don't like it. I don't like that Nate is so territorial and possessive. Like it makes me hope that Lauren is getting dick on the side. I'm not, I don't like them as a couple at all. And then at the reunion, um, you know, she said that they agreed to have one child. That makes no sense at all. This is not a quantity issue. This is a, do you want them or do you not want them? And do you want them with this person? And there ain't no way Nate gonna sit there and let Lauren have one child only. Hello? He's already been harassing her to have kids in the first place. Kids is in plural, not one child. Like, their joke. Um, next, we got Ray and Zay. So, Ray is a very sexual being. I think it was, a, yeah, it's the very first episode. She said she knows how to fuck. And then we hear that Zay says he thinks people should fuck, what, I think at least three times a day or whatever. They have a, like, purely sexual relationship, it seems like. And um, we know that just from the reunion. Ray was still fucking Zay every single day. So they like to fuck. And they fuck well, I assume, together. But outside of that, they're just, they're not meant to be. They clash. And... Zay really, really, really loves Ray. And Ray went into this like, I gotta get married. Then as soon as she got a little whiff of Jake, she was like, I don't want to get married. So it was crazy because Zay, sorry, Ray, the girl, Ray she was already been done checked out from the moment that she connected with Jake. She did not dump Zay because he stayed out until eight in the morning and didn't pick up his phone and didn't contact her. She was already done. And she took the fact that Zay had his time out as an excuse to bail, but she was already out. That's why before he even left, she's the one who said, yeah, I don't want to get married. I don't want to, I don't need to get married right now. She's the one who told, who did this 180 and then she's like, oh, you, you stayed out and you didn't answer the phone. Like, bitch, you already know you were going to dump him to try to be with Jake. And I just, I cannot stand how people who are checked out of a relationship, they find something very small and they say, this is why I'm ending it. No, you. she wanted to end it for weeks. Had nothing to do with Zay staying out. 
But as far as Zay staying out, that just seems like the type of personality he has. Like, he's going to um, express himself and deal with things in ways that are selfish and they aren't healthy. That isn't the worst trait that you can find in a partner, but clearly that's just how he is. He gets stressed. He walks away. He has to leave. And so, yeah, he he could use some counseling. Um, but how sad is it if somebody's begging you to propose to them and then they're like, I don't want to get married. So, you know, I, I don't respect Ray for pretending that she would dumped Zay because he stayed out when she just, she dumped him because he was not Jake moving right along. (laughs) And how different did Ray look with her natural hair out? And her, you know, I don't know what she had on at the reunion. And I don't know what she had on the whole show, to be honest. Um, But she looks so different. Um, I like her. I definitely like her. And I feel that she she turns it down a lot in front of the camera. Like cameras, like I feel that she's a lot more. She seems a little bit shy. Like I think off camera, she's probably like a really good time. Really sweet, really fun. I'm not saying she's not that on camera, but I do think we we see a watered down version of um, Ray on camera, I think. And it was hysterical, her screaming at Zayn not to raise his voice at her when she's the one yelling. Like, thank you for that. It made me laugh. I, like, I love those moments. Like when um, Shake said that the only bitch she finds attractive is Vanessa Lachey. Like, I live for that shit. Like, thanks. It was stupid. You're the one screaming like a psycho. And then you're like, you know what? Don't don't raise your voice at me while you're screaming. <laughs> and Zay was not yelling. It was hilarious. So next, the last couple, original couple that we got is Shanique and Kendall. So here are my thoughts on Shanique and Kendall. Kendall. Or sorry, Randall. <laughs> A bitch can't read, Joe. Okay, Shanique and Randall. Um, based upon the looks, the body language, the statements, the vibe, the energy, the chemistry, the entire series, Randall does not want to be with Shanique anymore. He sees her as a good woman, and therefore he feels like he should hang on to her. But he does not want to be with her anymore. This is These are my opinions. My opinions alone, right? Speaking for myself. Doesn't mean that what I'm saying is true. But my read from him is that he does not want to be with Shanique. Um, so the entire show, I literally was squirming and, and heartbroken for Shanique. Because I was like, he is going to leave her, period. Then he proposes and he says that you're my best friend and you're sexy. And that wasn't compelling enough for me as far as a reason to propose. Um, I wasn't into the proposal and I feel that he only proposed for the cameras so that he didn't look like an asshole and to not hurt her on camera. To not have her looking stupid on camera because if it was really that genuine, then why the fuck did y'all break up immediately after the fucking show? I just, I believe that Randall just wanted to look good on TV and that's why he proposed. I don't trust it. And even if they do get married, I just, they're not a good pairing to me. I just feel like they, 
both see each other. They see qualities in each other that they want in a partner. So they want it to work. But it doesn't mean that they should, that it should work. I just, I don't see them as being very compatible. I think Randall is a little bit too much of a pushover. I think Shanique is, um, I think she probably, she's a little controlling and it, it probably stems from her insecurities about the fact that he hadn't proposed yet, but, and they are very young. And, and so what I believe as someone who is older than the cast is I believe that there is absolutely a hundred million percent nothing wrong with prioritizing finding your partner and getting married when you are young because we live in a society that tells you that tells us that we need to wait until we're older but guess what it only gets harder as you're older it doesn't get better it doesn't get easier it doesn't mean that there's more quality people out there who are available and want to settle down if you find somebody when you're young who is great and wants to settle down, ride that shit till the wheels fall off. Try to make it happen. Don't try to sit here and try to be in your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s trying to find someone because often it's not going to happen <laughs> and you're going to have to settle so much. And when you're younger, you have to settle less. <laughs> you have better quality to choose from um, and more mentally staying um, stable and less tainted and jaded people when you are younger those are the people that you're going to date it is going to get very bad very very challenging and difficult as you get older for countless reasons so i i think all these bitches are smart who are sitting there on the show they straight up 24 years old like i want to ring i want to settle down good you should because it's not it's not easy out here in these goddamn streets but I don't like Shanique and Randall as a couple. Um, I, I don't buy them as a couple. Not into it. Hard pass. So I'm going to talk about two of the couples that linked up in the swap. In the swinger swap situation. Um, since I was just talking about Shanique and Randall, I'll talk about Randall and Madeline. They weren't especially great together for me. They didn't fuck. They weren't doing much. Um, so I don't know what their actual physical chemistry is like. And I just think that just because their personalities maybe are a good match for each other, that doesn't mean that they were like this great couple or that they would have worked. So I don't ship them. I don't, I'm not impressed by them together. I think that it would have been like outside of the show if they met on the street or whatever, they probably could have had a pretty fun, dope relationship, but it still doesn't mean that I think they would have been the solid, the most solid pairing. Um, so I don't really care for them together as a couple. I just wish that they had fucked or done more, which <laughs> brings me to my next thing. Like, I guess I'm just a whore because I feel that every single one of these couples should have been fucking the person that they paired up with. And the fact that that wasn't really the case was devastating to me. Like, isn't that the point of the show? Honestly. So just, I don't know. I understand that if you're trying to respect the union that you have, the relationship that you have with the person you went in with, you don't fuck. But get off the show then if y'all ain't gonna fuck. So season two with the gay cast, get it poppin', okay? That's what we are here for. Um, and then last couple pairing is going to be Jake and Ray. Um, so this is very embarrassing to say, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say it anyway. So when... Zay walked out so yeah when Zay walked out to Jake who was by himself who looked his 
long-term girlfriend dead in the eyes and said, I'm not going to go run off with Zay. Then gets Zay in his face and says, let's go run off into the sunset. Like, (laughs) I mean, this is some fuckboy 101 shit. Oh my God. But when Zay walked out and Jake was there and they're talking and stuff, I was bawling. I was weeping. I was sobbing. I was crying so deeply. That is very embarrassing for me to admit. I should be so ashamed. (laughs) I believed in this couple. I believed in them. So I am incredibly stupid because Netflix loves to bring these motherfucking couples in our face just for them to fucking not work out. Oh my gosh. I was triggered, weeping, bawling, sobbing. Like couldn't stop. Like I wasn't even hormonal. So what the hell? Right? And then they're not even dating. But then when I heard um, Jake on the podcast that I will link to in the description, he said that every time he visits Houston, he sees um, Zay. So, sorry, Ray. He sees Ray every single time he goes to Houston. That's great. And then, I like, Ray is like a newfound lesbian or whatever, born again, bisexual, late in life, whatever it is that she's doing. Um, I just don't understand how Jake and Zay... I'm so sorry I keep saying Zay. You have to forgive me because I literally wrote Jake and Zay on my paper. Um, I just don't understand how Jake and Ray were so strong and so into each other and they just didn't fuck right off into the sunset fucking on their their fucking vacation that they never took. Like, fuck out of here. And So how the hell are y'all bonding with these people and then you're like let me just go back to the dick I'm used to to the pussy I'm used to I mean we deserve more than that as viewers right we deserve more at least Madeline you know at least she got knocked up at least she spread her legs with purpose like I don't know I was very very sad to hear that Jake and Ray were not a thing but it seems like they still have feelings for each other he was holding her hand and and I definitely would love for them to date don't gotta get married but I just think that they'd be pretty great partners for each other which I love to see you love to see somebody good with somebody good not any lopsided shit like Jake and and April so those are my thoughts off the dome off of the ultimatum couples it was a fun watch I'm glad I watched it I would love for a season two. Actually, I was going to say I want episodes to be shorter, but I don't. If y'all are bringing in all gay cast, then I'm, I want long ass episodes. Um, so thanks you guys for listening. I, I guess I will, I don't know if I'm going to release this. It is Thursday right now at 5.06 PM. I don't know if I'm going to release this tomorrow or just Monday. Um, because I don't really think, I don't feel like people are trying to fuck with podcasts on Friday. So I think I might just release this on Monday. And, um, and I have other episodes, excuse me. I burped. I don't know if you heard that lovely classy, um, little sound, but, but yeah, I don't know if I'm going to release this on Monday or Tuesday, but just stay tuned. Thanks for being subscribed. Thanks for supporting me. Um, I appreciate it. 
have a wonderful week. Well, I have to say week because I don't know when this is coming out and um, I'll see you later. Bye.